Hello, and welcome to The Butterfly Spot. I'm Katie Hill, the host of this podcast, founder and executive director of Butterfly Baskets, a pregnancy and infant loss support nonprofit based in Malvern, Pennsylvania. Today's podcast is a quick chat with Julie Shapiro, the founder of Aubrey's Advocate, a nonprofit that helps parents navigate healthcare and insurance costs after pregnancy and infant loss. Julie and I discuss our tips for getting through the first few weeks after loss. Before we jump into it, I wanted to share that registration is open for our Flutter Run and that we are looking for sponsors. The Flutter Run is our third annual run walk. We have virtual and in-person options. The in-person event is on November 6th at Wilson Farm Park in Wayne, Pennsylvania. We have a range of different sponsorship options and sponsors are will be listed on the back of the t-shirt as well as getting a shout out on a podcast and our website. Please check out butterflybaskets.org slash 5k for more information. Now on to the tips and conversation with Julie. Thank you. On today's podcast, we have Julie Shapiro of Aubrey's Advocate. And together we are going to discuss six suggestions to consider in the first six weeks following your loss to help start your healing journey. Thank you so much for joining us today, Julie. Thanks, Katie, so much for having me. I'm so excited to be on this podcast. Just a quick introduction to myself. Like Katie mentioned, my name is Julie Shapiro. I am mom to Aubrey Ray Shapiro, who was born to stillbirth at 38 weeks and four days on September 29th, 2020. Following Aubrey's loss, we started an organization called Aubrey's Advocate. Our organization exists to support families in the aftermath of a perinatal or infant loss by advocating for your basic needs in a time of immeasurable grief, while simultaneously destigmatizing the topic perinatal and infant loss through provider education and peer support. The real backbone to Aubrey's Advocate is that we focus on managing the medical bills and administrative tasks relating to a perinatal loss. So we are happy to provide a thorough review of your medical claims. We can work directly with your insurance companies and your employers to make sure that all avenues for financial liability from you as the parents have been exhausted. Thanks, Julie. So do you want to get us started with the first of the six ideas we have? Yes, absolutely. So just to preface all this, Katie and I sat down and put together this list, thinking back to our first few weeks, few months after our losses, trying to decide really what was it during that time that helped make each day just a little bit easier. And it really all boils down to taking care of yourself and really just being able to do what is necessary to get you from one day to the next. So these tips, of course, are very basic. And these are just little things that you can do that can help take care of your body while your mind and heart are healing. So our first thing is to stay hydrated. Get a water bottle, fill it up, keep it close to you. Feeling dehydrated can exacerbate a lot of the emotional feels that you're already dealing with, causing a lot of additional sleeplessness and anxiety. And as we all know, water is the needed in order to just keep going on. Number two, turn off or edit your social media. So in the early days, it can be so hard to, you know, look on your newsfeed or scroll and just see things that can be upsetting. So we suggest if you know, there's certain people 
maybe you mute them or if there's certain, if it's, you know, Facebook that is hard for you or Instagram, but TikTok is fine. Maybe you just delete those for now and you can come back when you want to, or maybe not at all. You can protect yourself from having to go through that by taking some time to just minimize the social media stream that you're seeing. And, you know, just to piggyback on that, I personally deleted Instagram for 18 months following my loss. And when I did finally get back on it, everybody was doing the same thing they were when I first got off. And it really does help you realize what is fake, what is real. And always really remember that it's just a snippet in time of someone's life. Yeah. I immediately deleted myself from any baby groups that I had joined, the due date groups and stuff like that, or even some people that I care about that were due at the same time, kind of just needed a break. And that's okay. If you mute somebody, they don't even know. Self-care in its finest for sure. Mm-hmm. So number three is to get some daily movement in. Even if you just set a goal for a 15 minute walk every day, fresh air and sunlight, getting that vitamin D really does help to regulate your emotions, regulate your hormones. And sometimes just a little change of scenery helps clear your mind, even if it's just for that short period of time. Yeah. Even just going outside and putting your feet in the dirt, they call it grounding. Grounding. Yes. And it can really help, you know, regulate your nervous system and bring some of the energy back down. And number four, on a similar note, talking about energy, we talk about using your creative energy and getting energy out. We've talked before about when you're pregnant, you know, the love is building and your body is doing a creative activity. And when that ends abruptly, that creativity has to go somewhere. So maybe you try drawing, maybe it's that kind of creativity. Or I know that after I lost Isaac, we came home and my husband was at work and I was home reorganizing my bathroom sinks and painting my nails. And I just felt like what I think I'm supposed to be doing in this moment. And on the other side, sometimes it's just releasing the energy. If you're, you're feeling all these different emotions, maybe you're mad. Julie, you had mentioned about chopping wood. Yes, exactly. So my therapist told me like, when you have a surge of emotions where it's like, you feel that anger, that heartache, that you just everything, whether it be triggered by something, or you're just thinking about everything that energy needs to leave your body some way, whether it be crying, running, screaming, it doesn't matter. It just has to get out. And so one of my big things that my husband helped me to do was he set up a wood chopping station outside and just swinging the ax and hitting that wood and feeling it split really was such a release for me. And who could have ever seen that coming? Never. So number five is to get to know your triggers. People, places, TV shows, even songs. Be aware of them. The sooner you know what they are, the sooner you can start protecting yourself from them. You don't need to go places that you don't want to. If you find yourself walking in target and it's triggering for you because it makes you think of when you were there, when you were pregnant, buying baby things, don't go to target. 
if there are certain people who you just, unfortunately, even if they're some of your best friends and whether they're pregnant at the same time as you, or you just feel like you can't relate to them, you don't need to answer them. This time is all about taking care of yourself and healing your heart. And you know what is best for you. And lastly, we have give yourself permission to do whatever you need to do without judging in the early days. Like sometimes you just want to do something and you don't really know if it's something you should do or what. I remember after my first loss, I wanted to go back to work. I felt like I didn't really want to stay home. I had things that I was thinking about and I just kind of needed to go back to work. But then a couple of weeks later, I needed to take a day off and process. And I don't know that I did give myself that permission at that time. I think I pushed through, but I would suggest give yourself the time in that moment. If you feel something like in your gut or you know, like, I think I need to do this. I really want like a green juice or something. Yeah. Or like if you just have, say you woke up that day with a list of things you planned on doing and you get through the first two things and you're like, I just can't do this, then don't. Nobody is judging you and you are not to judge yourself at all. Absolutely treating yourself with grace, absolutely recognizing that all you need to do in that moment is to survive and you're doing just that. Yes, definitely. And it it gets easier as the time goes on in some ways. This becomes your new norm and you grow around your grief. Definitely. Absolutely. Katie, thank you so much for having me on your podcast today. So nice to connect with everybody. And I hope that everybody who is listening found some of these tips helpful. Find me on Instagram at Aubrey's Advocate. You can check out my website, aubreysadvocate.com. I am here to help you as a friend, as a fellow lost mom. And in any way that we can honor our children together, I would love to do it. Thank you so much, Julie. And thank you for all the important work you're doing with Aubrey's Advocate. Thanks for listening to this podcast. If you enjoyed it, please consider leaving us a review. It helps other people find our podcast. If you are grieving, we hope you found these tips helpful. Please know that you are not alone. Lastly, I wanted to mention about our upcoming Connect and Assemble night. It is scheduled for 7 p.m. on Wednesday, September 14th. We will be meeting at Salas Farms Day Retreat on Kimberton Road in Chester Springs to crochet hearts and butterflies for our butterfly baskets. No supplies or experience necessary. Please reach out over social media at butterflybaskets.org or send us an email with any questions. Thanks again for all of your support.